everyone out there on the internet, welcome to Die Hard on the Podcast, where today we'll be talking about the Oscars. Yeah, I forget what episode was. What episode is this? Like eight, nine? I, I think we're on eight. Oh, God. It's like not that hard to. <laughs> God damn it! I'm saying. And first off, I want to say that. Hell or High Water should have won. That movie was freaking awesome. Now, granted, I haven't <laughs> seen other movies, but I loved Hell or High Water. I would say that was probably my favorite movie of 2017 that I've seen so far. Yeah, I only saw Hell or High Water, and I just watched Arrival like yesterday, and that was that was pretty great too. Was um, it? Others <laughs> too. I think Arrival World is a little better, but. Uh, they're both like really good films, uh, right? And like I saw right. Hacksaw Ridge too, which I thought was a good. I, well, I thought was a good film, but uh, I had a problem with Hacksaw uh, Hacksaw Ridge, which and it's not even a problem. But Mel Gibson seems to sometimes get kind of formatted. Like I don't know, it's. Is, is, it, is, is it a racist problem? It's, it's not a racist. It's not really a racist movie. No, I mean it's not. There's not like he, no, you know, any rampant anti-Semitism or anything. But see, he was probably sober when he made the movie, so yes. you know he just old Mel just seems to have a problem where he he can't really drink, I guess, at all. Or, yeah. uh, but but aside from that, I. I don't know. I mean, it was it's, it was just sort of like Forrest Gumpy, like, like oh, this guy's a pacifist, but look, he's also brave, and you know, we're gonna hit you right in the feels. Which, I mean, I, that's fine. I mean, it was like I can't say it was a bad movie at all, but it wasn't like really like a great movie either. I didn't think, you know. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but from what I've, I've heard, it's like the first half is really like hokey. And then, like when they get to like the war stuff, it's just like the bloodiest thing ever. Yeah, and, and so, there there is some really, really like just to show that it's like war is bad. Yeah, and there's definitely some there's some really serious gore going on, and and yeah, it definitely captures. I mean, at least I assume I'm sure that you can't really capture that unless you be there. But it really does sort of show off the horror of war. And, and how freaking crazy and ugly and disgusting it is, you know, and shows off that this guy's a hero and that he's, you know, he's brave even though he's not actually fighting. He's still risking his life to save his friends or his his brothers. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just was so happy to see Heller with Heller High Water. I really loved uh, in Heller High Water how. Uh, it was just sort of a good, straightforward American outlaw movie, and it seems like nobody's really made a good, just straightforward, you know, not really trying to show these big, overreaching themes. It was just, you know, desperate times call for desperate masters, and that was the extent of the movie, you know? Yeah, it's like the type of movie that, like, I think I've talked about with friends before. It's like, it's one of those movies that, like, back in the, like, 10 years ago would be just like your basic solid movie right but now when it comes out you're like holy shit this movie is amazing and it's like it's actually just it's just a solid movie like like Argo like yeah. Argo is a fine movie I don't know if it's Oscar worthy but it's like it was just so different from everything else that was coming out at the time everybody's like oh my god look at this Argo movie and it's like well it's just it's just solid movie that Hollywood used to make that they don't make anymore yeah 
Yeah, actually, um, it, a good comparison is in the video game world, in the PC gaming world, this um, game Shadow Warrior 2 came out, and okay. the PC gamers were just raving about, like, hey, this is such a great game, and everybody needs to go out and buy this right away, and then I like I watched a review of it, because there was so much hype that I was like, I think I might buy this, and the reviewer said basically the same thing. He said, you know, that this game isn't isn't the game of the year, or it's not the greatest game ever, it's just that in 2017, nothing really, really good came out, so when a competent game comes out, it seems great, you know, and I, and I think you're right with Hell or High Water, is that you know, it's not yeah. it's not a great movie. It's just that the uh, the audiences are so starved for a competent movie that when a competent movie comes out, it seems amazing. You know, um, and the, yeah, just, just yeah, um, the scene the scene where um, the Rangers are in the steak restaurant and the waitress asks them what they don't want. <laughs> that was I mean, that's that's awesome. a fantastic scene right there. <clears throat> Tea would be fine, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what she she said? She said we ain't had nothing on the menu but T-bone steak, and some asshole from New York City tried to order the trout, and I told him we didn't have any goddamn trout. <laughs> I was nominated for uh, best screen screenplay too, which is awesome. Okay, I didn't I didn't realize that. And you know, of course, yeah, I, I didn't see the winner, which is um, Moonlight, right? Yeah, which I mean, I hear super positive things about that movie, so I'll hopefully be catching up with that in a few days. So. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I I heard that was good. I also heard um, that Denzel Washington was really good in Fences. Yeah, I feel like that's like. That's probably just like a bunch of like good actors just acting for two and a half hours, like just like capital acting, right. which is, you know, man, it seems, but it seems like a, you know, man, if that's what you want, I think that would be a solid movie for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I actually, I saw Nocturnal Animals too. That was really good. Yeah. That was nominated for, I think only Michael Shannon was nominated for yeah, that. Yeah. Michael, Michael Shannon was not nominated and he was good enough. Um, he should he should win for everything he does. But. Yeah, yeah. He's, he should. He's kind of like Michael Madsen, where they should just like give him whatever he wants, or like Harvey Keitel. Of course, Harvey Keitel is kind of above any awards. Like you would almost belittle Harvey Keitel to give him any more, to give him an Oscar. You know. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, yeah. But now I think I can, I could call him up and get him in a movie. I think. <laughs> sure. I don't think he's he's much sought after anymore. So. Mm -hmm. No, which is sad because he's amazing. I um, haven't seen him in anything. In, like God, when was the last time I seen fucking Harvey Keitel in anything? I don't know. I couldn't even. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> that's the that, that's the sad part. And look, I've been trying to start a running joke on Reddit. Now, of course, it's just me. Nobody's really caught on to it. But like, uh, you know, on Reddit threads when they ask. You know, like, who's the one person that Chuck Norris is afraid of? I'm like, you know, I'm totally Harvey Keitel. Or, or any time, you know, anytime there's a freaking like, a question where the answer is this person's a total badass, I'm like always trying to push the answer that it's Harvey Keitel, but nobody else is really down with that. That's like Harvey Keitel's sicker 94, I believe. Yeah. 
92, 93, maybe. Bad Lieutenant, like Harvey Keitel. Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, he had like three in a row. Harvey like, Keitel, where he was just amazingly freaking awesomely badass, you know, and then, yeah, kind of dropped off the map. So, so let's that? see. I know I saw Thirteenth, so, the documentary, and <clears throat> it was pretty. It was it was good. I, it, it was depressing as hell, you know. So there's that, but yeah. It's about slavery w- and the, the subjugation of the <laughs> black man, so it's not like it's going to be cheerful. Yeah, there's there was yeah there was like a theme in the documentaries about African American docs, which is nice. Uh, I, I saw the OJ one, which won OJ Made in America. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a good eight hours of your day wow, <laughs> to watch. Really, <laughs> but but it's really good. Like if you have eight hours to spare <laughs> and oh, you want to watch it. A lot of OJ, then that would be your that would right. Be your now, I I really like. Did you watch the People versus OJ Simpson the show? No, I didn't. Um, I thought that was really really good. Now they, you know, they took a lot of liberty. It's not super. Mm-hmm. Fa- it's it's relatively factually accurate, um, but yeah. they kind of, you know, they Hollywoodized it. They changed whatever facts they needed to fit the story, and. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, actually, I thought it was really, really good. It was one of those things that I totally just binge watched right through. Um, yeah, it looked really good because it's like Travolta, yep. isn't it? Right? Travolta, Cuba Gooding. I mean, it's got an all all star cast. Cuba Gooding Jr. does a fantastic job as OJ Simpson, um, but yeah. of course, he's Cuba Gooding Jr. Who's he, you know we know that he's a great actor. So, <laughs> I mean, Snow Dog. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's Snow Dog. Is it? Is it snow dogs? Is that, is that or boat boat trip or God, what? boat trip? That's the one. Boat trip's the, the <laughs> is it one. the one? That's the one where they're the, the straight guys on the gay cruise. Oh yeah, because he did that like right after he won the Oscar. Like he goes straight to the boat trip. Yeah, he's like he's like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can do anything. Yeah. Cut to ten years later. And see now I'm looking to now for costume designs. I did see Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, and did you know the the the, the costumes in that were good, but it's it's hard for me to say because I haven't seen any of the other movies. I can't say well, like, oh, it was way better than <laughs> it was way better than the ones in La La Land because I haven't seen La La Land, which I, I'm guessing I'm gonna have to see. It's been nominated for like everything. Yeah, it was nominated for fourteen, I believe, and it won. It won like half, I think. I'm not. I'm not sure about the the actual like what they won, but... right? But I think he won. He won directing. Chazelle, Damien Chazelle won directing, and then Emma Stone won for acting. So. Which is awesome. I, I like Emma Stone. I'm a fan of her. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Let's see. What else was there? It's Zootopia. Did you see Zootopia? Zootopia won, which is awesome. <sighs> I feel like I have, but I don't think I. I can't really think of it offhand, so I guess I didn't see it. That's pretty good. Uh, What else is there? Like I said, I saw Arrival, which was, like, pretty great. The last 20 minutes are very, very emotional, (laughs) I believe. So the last 20 minutes, you're just, like, for me, I'm just, like, holding back tears the entire time. Wow. (laughs) I'm not... Just trying not to cry in front of your... Of your people and stuff. Right, yeah, I'll have to. I'll definitely have to check that out. 
Yeah, I watched I watched Captain Fantastic with Viggo Mortensen. Uh huh. Because he was nominated for actor. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he was he was good in it. I feel like they they probably just showed up to his house and started filming it though. It seemed like right. <laughs> they were just like, okay, let's let's go. Because it's like about this guy who like takes his kids out of society and teaches them. You know what? I watched Captain Fantastic. I, I, now that you mentioned that, I just oh, see okay. it. Yeah, he like lives in like a commune, and then he decides that he has to take them back to uh, his wife's his, funeral. Yeah, his wife's funeral, and like the, then the parents or his parents or her parents try and take him away. Yeah, um, they have Noam Chomsky Day and all that stuff. Right, right, and they're like these like <laughs> really super like hardcore communists. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. But you're right. It was kind of like they just sort of showed up at his house and. Because I, I feel like that's how he lives. Right. You know, I actually didn't even realize that was him until you just said that. Ooh. Um. But yeah, it certainly was. It certainly was him. I, and I, I thought that movie was pretty good. Um. Yeah, I like the movie. I have I have issues with movies like that. They're like. Down with like consumerism and like society and stuff like that. But then like. You just made a movie for like a million, a couple million dollars, and you're telling me, yeah, I mean, it's just like you, right? It's like I feel like it's like it's, it's like, like like how you can't really make a political a political statement about how you know petty and bourgeois we are all when you, when you, the product itself is the you know petty and bourgeois that you're complaining about. Um, but yeah, even it, if you even if it costs like a, a like a million or something, which is cheap in movie terms, that's right. still like a million dollars. Yeah, still, <laughs> still a million dollars. Yeah, that's still a lot of money. But no, of course, I, I guess on the other side of that too, though, is that from an artistic sense, it's it's not so much like hey, we're making this big political statement, as it is hey, there's this really interesting story that we came up. I mean, yes, there definitely is political undertones to it but really that movie was more about kind of the emotional state of like you know remember the oldest kid was struggling and it was really all about like the emotions of the characters of having to live under somebody who had this really really rigid political philosophy so rigid that he lived out in the woods you know yeah that was just like a minor point I was thinking about it was just like a minor point I think it was because Uh oh. Quote unquote. What's that? Uh, I lost you for a second. <laughs> yeah, you faded out. Are you there? Hello? Yeah, you're good now. Yeah, you're good now. For whatever reason, we experience interference. Was well, like when. <laughs> we won't edit out because we don't edit. So. No, editing. That's for suckers, man. It's 2017. It's the there's three. There's three. Our three loyal listeners will understand. Yes, they'll forgive us. Hopefully. But anyway, yeah. When like he goes to like quote unquote society, and it's like Franklin Jella, and like they're just like it's like one extreme to the next. Which I guess maybe is the point. But it's like it goes from like living in the bus to like living in the biggest house ever. <laughs> like you know, like like this golf course. I'm like, well, why does he have to be such a bad guy? Like, like, yeah. Why does he got to shoot arrows at the guy? Like, it's like <clears throat> he shoots like a bow and arrow at Vigo. I'm like, why do you have to do that? Come on. <laughs> like, That's right. He does. I forgot if he does. Um, like, and, you know, that, I, I honestly, I, I kind of had some trouble believing that the kids were as super disciplined. Now, of course, that, I guess that's me just being an American. That they, you know, you had these like 
like super freaking trained shock troop children that you know knew the whole constitution by heart and um, but I mean I guess if you're just living in the woods you don't have nothing else to do and you can spend time enough with kids to train them to do anything so yeah if they just read all day then yeah which I get too but like when they went to like I was still unsure of who they went to like his it was like her brother's house or whatever with the two kids who played video games all day yeah and who were and who were like like idiots basically I was like that's a little bit bit of a caricature as well it's kind of like Right. You couldn't, you couldn't have given them a little more, like, something besides just, like, they play video games so they're idiots, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it, it's, it's all, again, it's one of those things where they're, they're like, cardboard cutouts. Like, hey, we don't really need to yeah. put anything into these characters. We're just going to make them stereotypes. Yeah, there's, like, a point I'm going to make, and these... these... These these characters are basically just like my the themes. Yeah, I mean? there's like the vehicle stuff. for my point. Yeah. So I, a couple of times I was frustrated with the kids with that because it's like they were being very like like pretentious with themselves. I thought sometimes it's like, come on, guys, like, <laughs> like yeah, be a kid for a little bit. Yeah, it's like they're, they're playing video games. What do you want? Like I don't know. Right, and you would think that. I don't know. You would see a little bit more rebellion. I mean, you, and you do see definitely see some rebellion from the kids. You would think you would see a little yeah. bit more, and especially whenever they're put in a situation where they're around other kids and that they want to just kind of be normal kids, you know. Yeah, there was there was one scene of that where they went to the diner. I don't know if you remember, but all the kids were like, "Oh my god, let me order, can I order pancakes. Let That's me order right. grilled cheese." Right, and he was like, "No, let's get out of here." And that was like the one time where like they were kind of like, went the kid mode for a bit. Yeah. Which, which, I, if I was doing that scene, I would have let them eat the food. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but yeah, that wasn't that was, Vigo's not me, and I'm not Vigo. Right, <laughs> so, right. I'm not Captain Fantastic. <laughs> no, and, and and I mean, part of that was that he was so driven by his. You know, that he wasn't going to brook any kind of dissent. Yeah. And plus, let's talk about Vigo uh, coming out of the bus naked. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Cap- Cap- Captain Fantastic, am I right? Hey, guys. I actually was listening to that. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> listening to that. Uh, that was mentioned. I was um, on the way driving up to Cumberland today. I was listening to Howard Stern, and he was interviewing um, the guy from MrSkin.com about the oh, yeah. uh, the anatomy awards and i believe vigo mortensen wins for uh best best penis in a movie in 2017 i mean i think i've seen his penis more than most guys yeah he likes he likes he's not he's <laughs> not uh he's not shy um i mean vigo's vigo's amazing and he should be in more stuff and i'm, I'm glad he was nominated for this yeah and well you know although it's almost kind of like Vigo is amazing, and and one of the reasons why he's so good is because he's not in a lot of stuff. Like, if he's going to do something, he's going to do something really well. Like, you don't see him... You're not going to see Vigo Morganson on on fucking Boat Trip, you know? (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) That would be kind (laughs) of (laughs) sweet. I think he would kill Boat Trip. Yeah. Actually, though, if we're gonna if we're gonna dream, we might as well full on put him in City Hunter. You know? Oh my god! 
I think I think I think it would be amazing in that in that type of movie, like just like the super charismatic, like fucking yeah, detective hotshot type dude. Man, that, that he would kill that. Sort of just tongue in cheek, you know. He probably would kill that actually. Instead of just being, oh yeah. But. That's like when you like you think of him in Lord of the Rings. It's like I feel like even then, like they just showed up to his house and he was just Strider. <laughs> they just right. Just, <laughs> yeah. They just went on lo- they just went on location and found him in some sort of like weird Hobbit bar. Yeah, like, and he was like already out. there. And they're like, "Hey, we we were thinking of considering you for this role." And he's like, "I know. I've been living it for the last eight years. <laughs> That's right. I just came out of the woods yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we're in it now." What? Okay. Now I haven't even heard of this movie, Hidden Figures, which was nominated for Best Picture. I, I'm not even familiar with that at all. Uh, it's about like um, these uh three African American women who were like, in uh helped with the space program, but they were called computers. Okay. And it's all about them helping out with you know, NASA and the space race and stuff like that. Right. Okay. I'll have to check it out. It looks pretty good. It's got some good reviews. You know, you can't go wrong with, with the actresses. Right, and and my friend was watching Manchester by the Sea, and I was like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to get that one, and I was hoping mm-hmm. that it would show up on like Netflix or somewhere where I could get it for free. And he was yeah. kind of like, wait until it freaking wait until you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I mean, he's like, it's not a bad movie, but it's. It's kind of just one of those movies where it's just sucking on your heart the whole time. Yeah, here it's like a super bummer movie, but like it's really good. So. Right, and that's that's basically what his what he said. You know, from a from an artistic standpoint, from a, a movie standpoint, it is a very good movie because it definitely tugs on your emotions, gets you involved in the story and everything. He said, but it's not like you're gonna feel good after you've watched it. <laughs> what else is there? Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen much of anything else to be honest. Oh, Suicide Squad won best. Did you see this piece of shit? Have you seen Suicide Squad? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. What, what's your thoughts on that? Harley like, Quinn is jinx. fucking Harley Quinn is fucking hot, and that's about like the whole reason you should watch the movie, if even then. Like, you could probably... I'm pretty sure that's the only reason watch anybody watch this. Yeah, like, you could pretty much just, like, take some still frames of that movie yeah. of Harley Quinn, and then you're like, okay, I'm done. I got everything I needed to get from this movie. Um, <laughs> Basically. Actually, have you... I watched, like, half hour of it, and I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah, you know, this is how bad that movie is in in my eyes is that my favorite part about that movie is that there's this teenage girl on um youtube who makes fun of different movies and she made a brilliant freaking send-up of it and it's hilarious i'll actually i'll link it to you on facebook and like that's the best part is that this teenage girl on youtube made a hilarious video making fun of it like like that's the most redeeming thing i can think about the movie <laughs> oh, that's yeah, it's, yeah. Just like I was just watching, I was like, I don't like. I love. I like the director, David Ayer. He wrote and directed it, and he's right. done some cool stuff. Like he's not like the, the greatest director or writer, but like I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, but like that. Like 
the first half i was just watching the first half i was like this is written by somebody who doesn't know what's going on like at all like it's just like it's just like writing things like there's no like they introduced the characters like four times right uh what's her name viola davis is giving is giving exposition on every character for 20 minutes yeah like, like okay okay we get it okay it's like, can we just have the characters do stuff and then we'll figure out like who these fucking people are? Because I don't know who I am. I don't really care. Like, right? And, and, and they, they don't they don't give you they don't give you a reason to care. They just assume like, hey, they're good yeah. looking, so you're gonna care. It's like, well, I mean, that's sort of true, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gives Will Smith like the the daughter and stuff like that, but it's like. Mm. Yeah, well, and I mean, we've said this before on the podcast that the the whole superhero market is getting really, really oversaturated. Um, so now, in order for you to have a really good, like, or even a decent superhero movie, it's got to be amazing. You know, it's almost like the opposite of Hell or High Water, where with Hell or High Water, it's a competent, yeah. decent movie, so you think it's great. Whereas a competent, decent movie, and not I'm trying to say Suicide Squad is. But as far as superheroes go, a competent, decent movie is just like, meh, because there's so many of them, you know? You need something that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what DC's problem is, because none of their movies are really fucking hidden. No, they don't translate They don't translate quite as well. Um, and I think also because DC, of the two, are the more, you know, kind of child-friendly stuff. You know, like, I mean, the DC cartoons... Mm. Like, the DC animated shows are awesome. You know, like, Batman the Animated yeah. Series was really good. Um, yeah. The Teen Titans cartoon, the Justice League cartoons. Like, all of their cartoons and stuff that's more kid-oriented is actually pretty decent. But when you get into, a, like, a live-action movie for adults, it just sort of... I mean, unless, yeah. unless you're Batman, which is super dark, it just doesn't translate really well. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're... I guess I think they're just going too... Like, trying to go too dark with everything. It's like, it's just not working. Yeah. They need to lighten them up a little bit. Right. Now, have you seen the Daredevil show on Netflix? Did you see the guy playing Punisher? Um, yeah, I saw. I think I saw that episode. Okay, well, I'm not a big fan of that show, but... Yeah. Right, well, see, it's weird, because I didn't really like the show all that much either, but... They did the one thing that I loved, which was they introduced the Punisher as a villain, which is how he started out in the comic books was as a villain, and that guy was yeah. awesome. Like you know, it's one of those things where it's yeah. like, well, the show I can kind of take it or leave it, and then I started watching the episodes with the Punisher, and I was like, wow, this show's great. And then like his story arc dies, and the movie, the show started to suck again. <laughs> yeah, he's in like four episodes, isn't he, or something like that? Like half, yep. half, maybe. A, yeah, half, he's uh, about half, half of the series, season. and that's awesome. And and then, um, what's his name? Vincent D'Onofrio was awesome as the Kingpin too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just I don't know why I just couldn't get into it for some odd reason. It's just like it was just wasn't I wasn't feeling it. I, well, I, I like Luke Cage though. Luke Cage was awesome. Yeah, I thought Luke Cage was good. Uh, I, I like Jessica okay. Jones too, but um, mm. what's her name? Uh, Ritter, Kristen Ritter. I love her. Yeah, I think I couldn't quite get into that one either for some reason. I don't know. Just, huh. For some reason, Luke Cage like did it for me. I'm not sure why. Like, right. Like... Yeah, but you've always been a fan of black exploitation movies, and that was basically what Luke Cage was kind of trying to do. Was like, I'm the black exploitation superhero, you know? 
Yeah, and the dude was like just super likable. I forget mm-hmm. who the guy playing Luke Cage was, but he was just like, just like, yeah, he was just like, he had had some brevity to him, and it's like, he wasn't as like I don't know, it wasn't as dark. Right. Well, and the show, the the, the show over overall kind of didn't take itself as super seriously like some of them do. <clears throat> and was it Alfred Woodard? Alfred Woodard was was fantastic as the villain. Yeah. Yeah. And also the guy, the guy who was, oh, who was the guy? Her brother, who they killed off. Do you yeah, that yeah, guy? Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he, he's the one who won for Best Supporting Actor last night, so. Oh, okay. Kudos to that, kudos to that guy. Yeah, good for him. Mur, uh, Marshala Ali. Yeah. Okay. He won for Moonlight, so. Another reason to see Moonlight. So. Yeah, we'll have to we'll check that out. We'll have to see that. I mean, if it was, if it's up to me for the Oscars, I would have. Have you seen the Nice Guys? The Nice Guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. No, that's the other guy. The, the other Nice Guys, guys. with okay. with uh with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. No, uh uh-uh. uh Oh, because I would just like nominate that for everything. Right, I'll have to get. I, I'll have to get that. Oh yeah, you, I think you'll fucking love it because it's nice. Shane Black wrote and directed it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Then it's like the seventies LA detective. Oh movie. yeah, you can't, you can't much beat that. And fucking Ryan Gosling's like comic timing. I feel like he should have been. I haven't seen La La Land, but I feel like he should have been nominated for that for right. best actor instead because like he's so funny in that and he's like he's super charming. Which is kind of awesome because you don't see Ryan Gosling do a whole lot of comedy. No, he's very like calculating, so like you don't see him like loosening up as much as he does in this, and it's just like yeah, calculating. And and he part of his his whole appeal as a movie star is that the the quote unquote quiet intensity that he has, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so this is good, nice to see him just like lighten up and just be like this like fucking right. fuck up alcoholic uh, private eye type of guy, and it's like it's really good. Nice. Yeah, it's weird because I kind of want to hate Ryan Gosling. I really do. Like, I kind of want to just <laughs> be like, you know what, fuck him. But there's yeah. so many movies that he's in where I'm like, oh man, I, I just have to hand it to him. You know? I know. I know. It's like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then, they, well, and like then I saw Drive, and I was just like, okay, you win. You know? <laughs> god damn it. <clears throat> right. So yeah, but we are at the half hour mark, which is pretty cool. Oh okay. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, and oh shoot, I I, I forgot to mention that I'm not going to be able. I have to work next week on Monday. Oh, okay. Um, okay. so we can either do it Tuesday or we can just go to the week after next. Um, and if like I'm, I've been trying to work it out all day, uh, whether or not we could maybe. Like just do it later on Monday, but I just okay. I, I don't think uh, I'll, I'll I'll get back to you. But I'm gonna say right now probably not. Um, yeah, yeah, with my schedule too. Like this is a good time, but anything after this, it's late. It's probably, it's probably a little later. All right. But yeah, we can just well, we can just figure it out. We can probably just maybe we can probably just skip another week, I guess. Okay. Just come back in a couple weeks, and hopefully by then, hopefully by then we'll have 
I'm going to try to get a theme song from our buddy Ryan. Right. And then hopefully get on iTunes as well. I'm having Leslie work on some artwork. So hopefully by the time the next show comes around, we'll be on iTunes and have a theme song. So we'll be... We'll be fucking we'll legit. We'll be getting totally legit. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's all, it's all help hell, guys. It's all help hell. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you either uh, next week or the week after. All uh, right.